Is there an ancient one? No, they're both the same age. No, there isn't a... <laughs> bitch. There isn't a... No. Hello and welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I'm your host, Mark Waters, and with me is our second co-host, Stephen H. Garcia. What up? And our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends. Mm-hmm. And the fourth... Wow. Should I even number us anymore? We don't need numbers. No. <laughs> number four. Number Calling two. Calling number four. Yeah, Steven's number two. <laughs> Sorry, Steven. Well, the f- and finally, Ray. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. Maybe it should be like on Gilligan's Island when they finally put the professor and Marianne in it. There what? was a time, well, hold on. There was a time where the professor and Marianne were not in the song. What? Oh. It just ended with, and all the rest... Here on Gilligan. Oh, so they add like Yeah, so they sort the of like added them at the just oh, and. A yeah. tag. Okay. So maybe we'll just say and. And Ray. And Ray. <laughs> and scene. Okay, so I love it when you guys come over for the podcast because it gives me an excuse to clean my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It gets cleaned every two weeks. <laughs> so let's start with what we're currently playing. Press start to play. I'll go ahead and start since it's fresh in my mind. I finally have a Saturday off from the show that I've been doing. Our final performances are tonight and tomorrow. So I got to sleep in and, well, mostly. Cats are great alarm clocks, aren't they? They really are. They're like, "Um, excuse me, you need to feed me now. Right. And he touches my lips with his nails. (laughs) Weird. So gross. Yeah, it is gross. Anyway, so I got to chapter two of The Walking Dead season two, finally. Oh, cool. And I don't remember if you mentioned this before when you played it, but there's a gay couple in there. Oh, okay, remind me. Okay. So hopefully this isn't going to be too spoilery for people. How long has the game been out? It's oh, been out God, for like two years. years. Then yeah. you can't say it's a spoiler. It's been All out right. for long enough. So our, the main character, this little girl, Clementine, who's from the first season, uh, she and this other guy are going across a bridge up to a ski lodge, and they get stopped by an Asian guy on the way that, unbeknownst to them, somebody in their party is following them to try and keep them safe, and he comes running up with the gun, the Asian guy has a gun because he's like, who the fuck are you people? He's guarding the... Right. And the guy behind them thinks that they're in danger, so he shoots him. Oh, no. And there's no way to avoid it. You have several different options of what to yell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and none of them work. So he gets shot in the neck and he topples over the bridge. So when they finally get up to the lodge... They start, you know, when you start getting to know the characters in the lodge and everything, there's like three people hold up in there. Well, there were four. But um, the guy that prepares their meals is talking about this guy named Matthew. And you learn that that was the name of the guy on the bridge, Matthew. And you, you as little Clementine, have to decide whether or not you're actually going to be honest and say, oh, we shot your friend. Now, that is the Mm -hmm. problem that I have with it, is that they never say boyfriend Mm -hmm. or partner or lover you know they just say oh they're very close friends in the butt well (laughs) in the butt maybe they should have so i was a little disappointed biblical respect not biblical (laughs) there's nothing biblical about that (laughs) except for the stoning bit (laughs) um so i was 
excited to see representation, but it's about as good as rep- as the representation that's even on the TV show. Right. Where they've got a guy who... Do we even know what happened to his... I guess his I boyfriend is back... They made spaghetti in, once. Yes. <laughs> but he's only been in like one or two episodes. And I guess... He's, the he's boyfriend the, is still back in Alexandria. I he's think. the Nelly one, so he doesn't get fucked. Right. Oh, man. Aw. Yeah. Don't get me started on gay representation <laughs> right now. That's true. It just makes me mad. In gaming or in general? In general. In general. Yeah. Gay representation anywhere right now just makes me mad, but the yeah. lack of it in gaming is also, you know. Well, hopefully with more exposure like Gamer X and... Well, that's why we need our podcast. Yeah, it we is. have to keep talking about it and keep shouting about it. Well, yes. There's a, <laughs> there's a podcaster named Matt Baum who actually found his way up to Gamer X and did a video and everything. So, oh yeah, he goes like every year. We need to fucking up our game, people. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go to Gamer X next year then. Mm-hmm. All right, as a podcast. He he made a video of like all the people that are like coming to GamerX from, like, different cities and uh, states and stuff. So, like, oh, nice. it's, like, the road to GamerX. Oh, cool. So it was hmm. pretty cool. That was pretty cute. Pretty cute. Yeah. But his podcast is about more than gaming. Mm-hmm. So, it. it's wide topics. Okay, Ray, why don't you tell us what you're currently playing? I'm currently playing um, Animation Throwdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my we... gosh. I'm, sorry, my friend Karen, who I mentioned on the podcast sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. just started playing it, too, and said it's very addictive. It yes. is. It is. <laughs> it is. So, um, Brittany and I are leaving in two days to go to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving, so we're going to her family for the holiday, which we're excited about because, you know, she hasn't been home for a holiday in two years, so... Wow. Um, we're excited about that, but this week has just been so busy doing so much stuff, so I haven't really had a chance to like sit down and actually play. So it's really only been on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get my very first legendary card, <laughs> which is the rose colored card. So uh-huh. there's like the gray cards, which are your common cards, and then the green ones, which are rare, right. and then the blue ones, which are extreme, and then the rose colored ones, which are legendary. Yeah. I would have to say the rare cards are not as rare as they say they are. Yeah, I I don't really know what constitutes as rare and extreme and legendary because there are some, like, legendary card. Like, the legendary card I have is, like, a school. But I have a rare card that's, like, you know, a main character on one of the shows. So I don't really know how they, how they divvy it out or whatever. Yeah. But... It is exciting. I am kind of frustrated. Like, right now, I really just have to focus on, like, combining my cards and, like, learning new, like, combinations because, um, like, I'm in a place where I'm just, like, losing everything. Oh. Because, like, I've gotten so high in my levels that, like, everything's getting harder. And I'm like, well, now I just have to learn more combinations. And that's all I I spend doing in the game. Is it's just there, doing I, I'll spend yeah I'll do days where I'm not actually playing any tournaments or uh-huh. in the arena or anything like that. I'm just doing combinations, uh-huh. um, and it's fun. Although now I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of I know what the combination is going to produce. You just mm-hmm. have to put the time in yeah. to combine it. Got it. So, but the more combinations you have, the better chance you have of like being able to create that combination, like when you're playing the game. Because right now I have a whole bunch of cards. Um, and like half of them combine, but like the other half are like, you have to learn this combination. I'm like, I could really use this combination right (laughs) Right. now, but, um, so So do you have to like learn some in order to do others? 
Like no, no, you just have to, you just com- have to, you have have to combine them. Yeah. yeah, you just have to learn them in order to combine them, like <clears throat> while you're playing. So, is there like a log of all the different ones? Yes, like, there is. after you learn it. Yes. You, well, so there... if you click a card, it will show you all like how many combinations it has and how many combinations you learned with that card. They'll they'll be like a buzz of electricity around them. Got yeah. it. And so. so if you touch them, so you always have five cards in your hand. Uh-huh. And if you touch one of the cards in there, all the other cards you can combine with start having that electronic. I see. And yeah. yeah. And so once you start anticipating what combinations you've got, uh-huh. like if I had a costume card and more than one of my other cards would match, I would put the costume card down and then, then it's their turn. They put down a card, they do their attacks. And then when it comes back to me... I can hold up both of those cards that would that I knew would combine with that costume card and see which one is more powerful. Yeah, but you also learn that some like some of the cards have um, like when they every time they attack their attack goes higher. So like the attack points will start at like five, and then once they attack, it will go up to like seven, mm. and then they'll attack again. It'll go up to nine, and those are the ones that you really want because like every time they attack, they get more and more powerful, and Sometimes there's one of them I just learned. It's Bill and another card. He's one of the guys from King of the Hill. Oh, but right. He turned, he, like, if you combine him with, like, a sporting thing, he comes the Billinator or something like that. <laughs> but, like, his original attack starts at nine points, and after every attack, it goes up seven more points. Shit. Damn. And Jesus. he's, ba- like, if you don't get him out after that first attack, He's unstoppable. Nice. And it is the strongest card I have. And he's he's just a green card. Like, he's just a rare card, which yeah. isn't as actually that rare. So it's... Hmm. What you, was the like, legendary one you got? I got a school from King of the Hill. It was like the middle school from uh, King of the Hill. Probably okay. where Bobby went. Or either where Bobby went or where um, the mother taught. I'm not so sure. So do you always have to combine, like, a character with an object yeah. yeah you can't put two characters together yeah so it's like a character and an object or a character and an action okay. so like you have like the costume card or the um the, the crack card the crack <laughs> card but then you also have like um uh touchdown dance which is uh-huh. like an action card and Got it. so but like you always have to combine a character with Either an action or an object. Yeah. Uh, now, I do have a question for you that I haven't found the answer yet. But there's a place where you can upgrade your cards and create your deck and things like that. But there is a way to have a completely random deck, right? I don't know. I Because sometimes I have... So you can fuse cards together. Yes. Like if you have two level four um, uh, quagmire cards, mm-hmm. you can combine them together. And to create be, even more powerful cards. It'll be a new level one, but it'll be a stronger level one. Yes. So I hold on to these two Quagmire cards, but then they'll both come up in my um, in my deck, and I'm like, no, I only need one. Yeah. <laughs> How do I get this other one out? Well, and I you can to figure that out. There yet. is a way you can like um, like take cards out of your deck and put new cards in. It doesn't ever seem permanent. Yeah, it is. I guess I'll have to play with it. I'll show you later. Okay. I'll show you after the podcast. But yeah, it's literally all I've been playing. It's very addictive. Uh, You can see how we're talking about it. Yeah, it is extremely addictive. I've actually shown people and they like, they're like, oh, I'll download it and see what it's like. And then they come back to me two days later and they're like, I hate you. Yeah. I hate you so much. So far, I would have to say my favorite like regular card is a beef filled colon. (laughs) Really? Yes. I, I got that card, like, a whole bunch, but I it, I couldn't, like, figure out who to combine it with, so I just 
recycled it. I know you you combine it with Hank from King of the Hill. And oh, he, see, I don't have He becomes Hank constipated Hank. <laughs> I don't sitting have on a Hank toilet because one of the attacks is like a gas attack. Oh god, god. Yeah. that keeps affecting the, the your <laughs> enemy's cars. It's like a cars. poison in yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, be filled colon. Yeah. Yes. So I'm still like learning everything. So like right now, I only have the cards that um that I know comb- like are combining with other cards. Mm-hmm. So if I get a new card, I actually recycle it right now so I can get more Giggity Watts. Giggity Watts, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then once I like learn all the combinations that I currently have, then mm-hmm. I'll start keeping some of those other cards and like learning those. I see. And I just want to point out that hearing us talk about this mm-hmm. is how I feel when you guys are talking about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, well, I'll get around to that one these days. I'm telling you, it's free. You don't have to spend any money um if you want diamonds it does take days to get a certain amount but i currently have 450 diamonds damn because every day if you do five things there's five daily quests and it's basically like do five arena battles and do five adventure battles Mm -hmm. and update three of your cards buy three decks Mm -hmm. and do five combinations so if you do all of those it will give you 10 diamonds yeah so basically, you do that every day, which is why I play every day. Mm-hmm. So I have a whole bunch of diamonds. I could buy like a diamond pack, but I want to like keep getting more diamonds and hold on to them because mm-hmm. sometimes they have like special packs, and you're oh, like, totally. I want that. One. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, enough of that. <laughs> Adam, what are you currently playing? Well, um, I decided to give up on Metal Gear Solid. How come? Uh, you know, I. Final Fantasy 15 comes out like in less than a, two weeks. Ten days. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you're not counting. So I was just gonna kind of you know wait for that to kind of be my main game. So you gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Did you ever get a full grown puppy? No. Mm. No. Um, but I. So I didn't really play anything new. I'm of course as always in playing Final Fantasy 14. Mm. And to complete like the Final Fantasy. Ness of this podcast, I downloaded a demo of the this game that just came out uh, like a few weeks ago called World of Final Fa- Worlds of Final Fantasy. I, I saw that, but I hadn't. It looks super cute. Yeah, it so it's um, basically you play as two characters, a brother and sister, and everyone is sort of animated like a cross between a Funko Pop and like a precious moment from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my mother loved those. Because oh they all goodness. have like big heads and small bodies and like uh-huh. elongated eyes, like the precious moments did. Yes, right. <laughs> um, so when you walk around, you know, you're like talking to all these like classic Final Fantasy characters from the other games and they'll like give you an item and they'll like say something and then you get into these random battles. And it's so it's got a little bit of a Pokemon quality, a little bit of like a Nino Kuni quality, where you can like capture the enemies that you're fighting, and then they fight for you, and you can level them up. <laughs> and but then you have like stacks. So <clears throat> the human characters on the bottom, and then there's like a medium sized character on their head, and then there's a smaller character on top of that one. Okay. So all of your like hit points and mana points combine, and you can like do any of the three's abilities. Okay. But then if you get hit too many times, then you'll get, like, knocked off. What's the name of the game? It's called Worlds of Final Fantasy. Or Worlds of Final Fantasy. Bizarre. It is kind of bizarre. But the enemies are that way, too. They'll be, like, stacked enemies on top of each other. Huh. 
So it, it was only the demo. It didn't really explain all the mechanics. I'm not sure that I totally got like the whole point of everything. Like, you know, what was the best way to kill your enemy and whatever. Um, but it, you know, it's, it is interesting. There's like a new control and then you can kind of click and do like a classic version of the control where you can access all these things and they have like special moves where you can, you know, like the one that they had in the demo was Titus from Final Fantasy X would come and do like some big special animated attack. And, mm. um, so it was, I'm not sure that I would do like a full game of it. Yeah, that's um, like one of those free PS Plus games. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe, you know, when it's cheaper I might go to it. It didn't really have any story in the demo, but you know it was fun to try out. Well, I know that the the game has like like a thousand creatures you could collect. Oh Jesus! Something something, yeah. something crazy like probably that. every single enemy from every single Final yeah. Fantasy. Yeah, and then at some point, like they were saying, like they're really cool, but then after a while, they all kind of start seeming like they're the same characters. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, so sometimes that much choice isn't great. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the I mean, when there's when it's a collector game and there's that much to collect, it just kind of becomes an obsession. Yeah, it's yeah. like the later <clears throat> games where you start getting the different characters, and then you're like, oh, they do the same moves as the first. Totally. Character. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sounds like the animation throwdown, where it's like I have to get all the all the cards, and I have to get all the combinations, <laughs> and I have to, you know. But a lot of the combinations tend to repeat. Uh -huh. after they a while. do. Yeah. yeah. All right. But wait. Yeah. So. <laughs> but wait. There's I, more. So I want to go talk about shitter games for just a quick second because oh, yes. I kind of don't really have any right now. Oh. So I, I mentioned before I finished Plants vs. Zombies. I was playing um, Hexes that I had said. And so basically now I just do the daily levels that each of those have. You know that. Um, so I do like the daily seven little words. I do my daily level on Plants vs. Zombies, and then I do like the daily levels for Hexes and for um, Flow, whatever the original one was called. Yeah. But that's like, you know, maybe 10 minutes of like, you know, because you can just do it. Yeah, that's like, really like upkeep. Exactly. And so that's, so I've been playing Sudoku on my phone, which is like totally like your mom would play it. I want something a little, I want something like that. Uh -huh. It's like puzzly, have to use your mind to kind of figure things out. Yeah. But I don't want the necessarily endless quality of like a Candy Crush. Um, so I'm opening it up for shitter game recommendations. All right. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to go on right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so maybe not necessarily you guys write this second, but if there's any listeners that have, you know, like a puzzle type game that, you know, isn't too overwhelming. And, you know, I played the collector type games like The Quest for Stuff and uh -huh. The Simpsons game and not really looking for something like that or like a farm Have you ever played The Room? Uh, no. There's three of them. They're there's great. three of them and they're great. They are, you do have to pay money for them. Okay. But they are, number one, the graphics uh -huh. on all three of them from one to three, they get better every time and they are fantastic. Okay. Number two, they really make you think. They're like uh -huh. mist. Okay. They're really... I I played one and two. I haven't gotten the third one yet. I, I think I... Wait, is this the one where you, like, touch on all the, like, objects in the room? Object, and then you have to, like, and, figure out how to get out well, of the Well, the first one is just a box. Yeah. And you touch on different corners of the box, and you can flip the box around. Uh-huh. Or is that the second one? No, it's no, the, first it's the first one. one. So the second one is an actual room, and you get into a box, and you go into, like, another dimension. Okay. Um, 
into another room, and I think that one's also in the second one. And then the third one is a continuation of that one. And basically, you're following, like, this storyline of your family, and it's, like, hmm. there's, I think there's, like, ghosts or some sort. It's really, really addicting, mm-hmm. and you just want to get through it as fast as possible. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, like, it takes, like, you have but to I take can, your time. But yeah. it, it's something that you can do in bite-sized chunks. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I used to do it, like, when I was on the bus. Mm-hmm. So, like, because, like, when the first one came out, I didn't have a car. So, like, if I was going, like, from my house to my school or whatever, it takes me 20 minutes on the bus, mm-hmm. I could play that and be like, all right, I can put this away now. But it's really fun. Okay. It does cost, I think they're, like, two ninety nine or something. Yeah, that's okay. So well, I not... think the latest one is, like, four ninety nine, but it's worth it. There are multiple endings on the third one. Yeah. Okay. I did, I, when I finished the third one, I did a not a good ending. <laughs> so you then you have to kind of start the game over. You again. fucked it up the first time, Mark. I did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're a lot of fun, and I definitely recommend all three of them. Like okay. start with the first because all three of them are connected. It's like a storyline. Okay, so, that that yeah. has me intrigued. I'll try it. Yes, I shall try it. <laughs> but if any of our Facebook listeners or Tumblr followers or Twitter people have any recommendations, yes, you should, give us your uh, shitter games. Yes. Shout I, out to yeah. us. Speaking of shitter games, real quick, I do have to say that I I got Doctor Strange on Marvel Puzzle Quest. Oh, nice! But it's a five star, which means it's even more powerful. Nice. Powerful. Yes. <laughs> is it the, I is only it the thought movie one or the comic one. They look like the movie one. Oh, cool. They have yeah. Is there an ancient one? No, they're both the same age. No, there isn't a... <laughs> bitch! There isn't a... No. Ancient One, nor Clea, nor okay. Wong, or any of the other characters. It's just Doctor Strange. But he's he's a five-star. And what's his face? Caecilius? Uh, um, he's a villain. He can, was a can villain. You, no. Can you get him as a, play, a card? No. Oh. Not at this point. Yeah, they're not really focusing on villains too much. The last villain I remember coming out was like a five or four star Green Goblin, I think. But does the computer play against you with yes. villain characters? Uh, or is okay. it the same characters that you have? So she's the same no, 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 no. They there's characters that I fight against that I don't own, like Yelena Belova. Oh, the, but you can get her as a character. Yeah, she's yes. been there. She was spinning from the beginning. Oh yeah, they don't have any characters in. They have very few characters in there, I should say. That you can't also get his cards. Like, Got it. I have yet to see Ultron as a player character. Okay. But I do fight Ultron as, you know, during the game. Okay. So. Cool. All right, enough of that. Steven, what are you currently playing? Pokemon! Of course! Moon. Oh my gosh. Did something big moon. come out? Pokemon Moon. Pokemon Moon. Sun and Moon. Yes. S and M. Pokemon's <laughs> getting into the game. Wow. Mm. It's so. Well, he is tied up with this game. Uh, (laughs) I haven't even played my shooter games. I'm like, I don't have time for these shooter games. (laughs) Got it. This is your shooter game. It goes everywhere. Now, what I have to say right off the bat is when you were playing a game two weeks ago, Uh and then you were playing it a little bit before we started today, Uh they look exactly the same to me. They're in a field, and then you throw something. (laughs) Oh, I'm kind of in the same spot. Like spot thing, I was farming for a specific creature. So did they like save money by using the same location? No, it's, it's totally different. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, it I'm just, just in a spot that kind of looks like a oh okay looking thing. All right. Um, because I just finished the instead of gems in this game, there's these um island trials. Okay. Um, because the whole game is kind of like themed after Hawaii. Okay. So you, there's Are like both of them. 
themed after Halloween? Yeah, and they're but they're 12, 12 hours apart from each other. Gotcha. Um, twelve hours. That's why it's hence sun the sun and, and moon. moon. Yeah. Yes. But you have to buy them separately. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think they come as you could get it as a pack too. But huh. okay, so as per past Pokemon games, where there's basically two versions of every Pokemon game, correct? Yes. At least two. Two. Yeah. Two. Sometimes <clears throat> there'll be a third one. Like red, blue, yellow. Mm-hmm. So they all have the same base story at the same time that are just happening at like like you said twelve hours apart or like this was the only one that's twelve or, hours apart or and then there's like exclusive Pokemon to each version yeah yes okay yeah but if you buy each one it would be kind of pointless to play both of them because it's kind of the same thing this one they made it like the things that you fight uh-huh. will be different characters that come up. But yeah. in past ones, yes. Yeah. In past ones, it would be, you would just buy one, your friend would buy the other one, and then whatever the exclusive Pokemon is, you can just trade. Got it. Um, and have both of them. In this one, from what I've but, read... But you can play against... Can you fight against other players? Yep. Yeah. Yes. So you can fight against players playing Pokemon Sun while you're playing Pokemon Moon? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm. You can actually play... Uh, Fight against characters or people that are playing like Pokemon uh, X or Y or. Oh, you can. Oh, really? Yeah. Past version. Mm-hmm. So do you? It's usually the, like the ones that are in the 3DS. The other ones that have been on that one. Mm. You could kind of like link together and fight in a battle. So if if you're playing somebody that has a different like moon, if you're on moon and you play somebody with sun, are you fighting at like twilight or dusk? <laughs> like somewhere right in the middle. It's a different like arena. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably can't tell. It's a reasonable question. It's don't you twilight guess? zone. <laughs> See, cause I, cause you got moon. Yeah. And one of my other friends got moon, and so I've been considering getting like a used 3ds and getting sun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got my um, used on eBay, and it came with Pokemon X. See, mm. so I might just do that. Yeah. Um, or I might see if there are any good Black Friday deals. We'll yeah, see. actually, there is going to be one. I think at Best Buy, they're releasing a, uh, a 3DS, not the XL one, but uh, like the regular size one. I have an XL. Um, and it comes with a game, and it's going to be a hundred dollars. Mm. It's not too bad. That's tempting. All right, is Best Buy going to have a sale on PS4? I don't Black know. Friday, just curious. I think so. I Do think you have I a friend saw who's that. in the? Are there oh, I guess leg- it would be out by now. Are right? there any yeah. Legend of Zelda games for 3DS? Like. Yeah. Unique games. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know which ones are on, <laughs> that are not on the Wii. Because it's usually whatever. Zelda that gets me to buy a Nintendo mm. console. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have. Don't they have one coming out though, really soon? Or is that coming out on a? I th- think uh, that's coming out. It got delayed yeah. again. Oh wow! Well, oh, come, I think it's gonna come out with the Switchcraft. No, it it. So the but new, a Pokemon one is coming out for the Switch one. Yeah. The, so the Zelda was oh. supposed to come out with Switch, but now it got delayed and it's not coming out with the Switch release anymore. So it got delayed again? Yeah, so it's not going to come out oh, until geez. after Switch has been out for a while. So the you just said Pokemon? Yes. It's going to be the third version of Sun and Moon. Stars. I just read about it while we were waiting for mm-hmm. you to show up. Oh my gosh. So now Sun and Moon and Stars. Yeah. Wow. Are they so going to do like moon. clouds? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Wait. So Stars is a 3DS game? No, no it's, it's a be, Switch it's game. Gonna be Switch. It's going to be on the Switch. Oh, so you're going to be able to connect then your Sun and Moon with Stars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were oh. able to do battle against each other since that's kind of a portable too. Um, and they all link together if you're close to each other or how online. Long, now, okay. how long have you been playing? Uh, I started yesterday. 
Oh, okay. And um, is there any way, there's no way that somebody that perhaps listens to the podcast can connect with you. You actually have to have a physical connection? Um, you should be able to, right? You should, con- there's a way to connect online, but I'm so used to, to the 3DS that I'm yeah, it doesn't. Out. It doesn't work the same way as like with your PlayStation Network. You just you, have you your PlayStation. Send, you could send a code out, like. But you, it's isn't it directly with your machine? Yeah. Well, you send out like a, um, like a friend request, like PlayStation. Uh-huh. But instead of that, you send out like, like a barcode or like a, a twelve-digit well, code. Yeah, oh. yeah. I connected you with a post on Facebook. I tagged you. I thought That's with cool. somebody that was looking to play. Oh, probably. It's like four four sets of four-digit numbers. I think right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's so much work. But like, if you're next to each other, it's all <laughs> yeah. like local connect. It's like, bing, bing, done. <laughs> so, but he's looking. Best Buy will have a PS4 console with Uncharted 4 for two forty nine. Wow, that's not bad. No, that's very good. This one says is that, is get the these two games for fifty bucks more, three hundred bucks. So for three hundred bucks, you can get Uncharted 4 through. Thief's End, The Last of Us Remastered, and Ooh. Ratchet and Clank. Fuck Ratchet and Clank. What is Ratchet and Clank? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up playing Ratchet and Clank it's cute. on P- it? PlayStation. Oh, yeah. It's like a platform. You'll, you'll like it. It's, a cute, it's a cute game. We'll oh. see. I'm planning on going to Emerald Con Ooh. in March with my brother and um, my two best friends from high school. Aaron. March what? Uh, early March. That's a good question. We're only going to go for one day because... The so four Emerald, weekend passes were set. Were. So Emerald Con is the comic book convention in Seattle, correct? Yes. yes. Hmm. Maybe you can um, expand month. our... <laughs> is that part of your birthday month? Mm-hmm. Maybe you can expand our uh, our listenership. Oh, I'll definitely, there. I'll definitely we'll bring out... Business cards. Yeah, we'll definitely have to make some new business cards. I think you need oh, I've got game, a ton. I think you need game on nipple tassels. We should, <laughs> <laughs> no, we should get business cards with on the back... Um, having like the picture of the cast. It is March second through the fifth. I knew it was the first weekend. Oh, so nice. March second through fifth in two thousand seventeen. And I've never been to Seattle. And my friend Aaron, um, with an A, Aaron with an A, has uh, a house up there now. So we're going to be staying with him. And somehow oh, nice. I know a bunch of people that live up there. Seattle out here is a great place. Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go there. Well, we're all climate refugees now. <laughs> living in Southern California. That's kind of true. Right? It's going to get truer. <laughs> as the years go on I love it that we're here we are in mid-November and it's finally starting to get it's cold it's finally, finally like hoodie weather I love yes. it yes yes I know I was playing Pokemon and I was all rolled up in my blanket I'm like I feel so comfy <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to say about Sun uh, so I just completed my first island trial uh-huh. um, and then I guess when you beat those you get these things called Z crystals and instead it, of badges instead, well badges Z crystals um Give you super moves. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Not a lot I'm of shaking my head at Mark. <laughs> I know you. We don't need no do. stinking badges. No. <laughs> no, in the old ones, you instead of um, what are they? Island trials. Yeah. You would ha- you would go to um, gyms, and when you beat the gym, you would get a badge, and then the badge would allow you to have higher um, Pokemon level. Like it would allow your Pokemon to level up and actually oh. listen to you. Because if it got to like a higher level and you didn't have certain badges, it yeah. wouldn't listen to what you did. Yeah. Said. So would it run away in combat? Just, no. It just, it would just like, it would just do whatever it wanted. Yeah. Oh. So you'd had to have certain badges. So you really do have to train them. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Like um, I never knew that about this from, game. From playing the demo, um, you got this Greninja who was like a high level one from another game. Mm-hmm. But in this version, like 
this Greninja has like a, an advanced form. What are you calling it? Greninja. Greninja. So yeah. it's like ninja with a gr in front of yeah. it. Yeah. Is it gr gray? It's, it's like a frog ninja. Oh. Uh, it's actually really badass. Oh. But he's at level 40 from uh -huh. the demo. So he won't listen to me at all. <laughs> um, so, but I have him ready. Like, can you still win with a with a Pokemon that doesn't listen to you? Yeah, it just, it's just it's just really it's like hard. All over the place. Oh. Yeah, it will. It basically won't listen to like you can say do tackle and be like fuck you. I'm not gonna tackle. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna murder this or whatever. You know. Oh, so you could end up killing the other Pokemon because yeah, you can't get. It. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. Sometimes you don't want to kill them because you want to catch them. Right. Yeah. Oh, you're right. No one ever said gotta kill them all. That's yeah. the same as World of Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> What's kind of cool in this version is like normally when you catch them, they just go into your inbox and then you'll have to go to a Poke Center to switch out your Pokemon. Mm -hmm. In this one, you can either choose to put them in your party and swap them out with someone else or just send them to an inbox. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How many can you have in your party? Six. Six. It's always been six. Yeah. Six is a party. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's three couples. And yeah, a double throuple. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I already made plans with people that are playing Sun to like, okay, I need you to raise these five things uh -huh. and then I'll trade you these five things when I get them. <laughs> nice. Okay. So well, I'll let you know if yeah. I get Sun. Because if you get Sun, soon. that's where uh, Nola Vulpix is. I think yeah. for the good of the podcast, you should just get Sun. I should. <laughs> you hearing this? <laughs> oh. I just got a look. Well, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> and uh, the Pokemon Rockruff, it's like the puppy one. If you raise it in sun, you get a certain, like a light version of the werewolf. And then in moon, you get the midnight werewolf. Nice. All right. So now for the next topic, Adam and I want to talk about a TV show that we're both just in love with. So this may end up being a uh, conversation for you two, but... It's got a lot of historic significance. Oh, and they're opening up their games. Pokemon, <laughs> well, we're talking about a show. Listen, basically this TV show is walking into Red Dead Redemption like as if it's a real world. For real. It's called Westworld. And it's based on a movie from the 70s that was directed by Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park, which is another movie about a theme park gone awry. Yeah. But with dinosaurs. But this one is a world... Like it suggests, that's in a Western setting, like the Wild Frontier. Oh, okay. That where makes you sense. interact with basically robots that are called hosts. They're androids. And you can do whatever you want to them, with them. You can have sex with them. You can kill them on the streets. You can play the hero. You can play the villain. This was in the original movie. Gotcha. And then one of the androids, played by Yul Brenner, who's a bald actor... He was in The King and I, if you've ever seen that. Okay. Let's get gay. <laughs> I have to bring up the musicals. Um, he plays an android. He plays the first android that starts going haywire. And the guns that they use in this world are designed to not kill humans, which is why you can kill one of them, but they can't kill you. Gotcha. Well, his programming starts going awry, and he kills one of the guests, played by James... Uh, Brolin, the adult Oh, yeah, Brolin. James Brolin. James Brolin, yeah. Yes. His son's a big time. Josh. Josh, he's dreamy. He's from Goonies. <laughs> um, yes. But James Brolin. And Thanos. And he's married to... Um, Thanos? He's married yeah. to Barbara yeah, Streisand. Barbara Streisand! Yeah, the old one. The old one. <laughs> Not James. Josh. Not Josh. No. Josh wouldn't... No, he's married... Well, anyway. He's, <laughs> he's married to kind of an old bag, too, but... Anyway. Hey, that's not nice. I know. Continue. <laughs> Let's just gloss over that. We can cut that out, right? 
<laughs> you know, every time you say we can cut this out, right? It always I never ends do. up I in know. the podcast. <laughs> That's right. Every time. Share. I insist on getting embarrassed. Anyway, <laughs> so there are people that are running this park in lower levels. And so once the Yol Brenner robot gets out of control, then it starts going into the, the lower levels where the, the maintenance workers are, the people that program the, rebel, the, the robots. Mm-hmm. And there are, three, there are two other worlds. There's a Roman world where you can walk around in a toga Ooh. and do all things. Similar well, thing. It's this like is a, in the movie, not in the show. No, I have it's not, not in the show. The movie. It's, but it's like basically they're all like fuck parks. Yeah. Yeah. You can rape and murder and you can do anything you want. Well, in the show, they did have a Roman style orgy. Oh my God. House. They did? Is this on Netflix? It is no, on it's HBO. on HBO. Oh, then I can't watch but it. But then they also have a medieval world. That's that's like the Middle Ages. Where mm-hmm. basically you can do the same thing. It's right. a, basically a fuck park. Yeah. For adults. That's not a real term they use. It's just the way that I describe it. That's just the unofficial game on term. Right. So in the, in the TV show, they actually have Anthony Hopkins plays the creator of the park and one of the primary right. uh, programmers from the beginning. And there's a larger company that runs the park. We have yet to see if there's a Roman world or a medieval world yet. So they right. just focus on Westworld. But... Anthony Hopkins, as the programmer, has programmed these things that he calls reveries in them, which are just like little flicks of the hand or flick of the eyebrow that starts giving the, the robots, the hosts, more and more autonomy. So what happened? Let me, I'll, I'll, let me interject here. Yeah. So in this show, after a host is killed or whatever, they wipe their brain basically every day. So that they start their day every day, like as a new fresh thing, and they're like just going out, and they don't remember all the horrible things that, they have, right, that they the have humans have done memories. to them. Oh jeez! And there's a so, they, they have writers on staff. Yeah, because so they, they write like storylines and scripts for all the like androids to say. Right, so they repurpose the robots. Okay. So you'll if you're a frequent guest, you'll run into a robot in one role one day, but if you come back the next week or a year later, you could see that same robot in a completely different storyline. Mm-hmm. It sounds like um, the Truman Show. Kind, kind of. of. But it's, it's... The reason we wanted to bring it up and talk about it is because it's basically like the futuristic extension of what video games are. Yeah. Because it's basically a playground where you can do whatever you want, kill whatever enemies you want. You know, it's it's a video game in real life. Yes. Hmm. And there's a lot of implications that they that they make in this show about artificial intelligence and what consciousness is that actually get kind of deep and philosophical. Yeah. And to me, like, that's what's super interesting about it is to think... So now what Mark was saying, where they program these reveries what's happening is the androids start to remember what's happened to them in the past. And so they're starting to remember like past storylines and past lives that they've had because they're programmed to feel emotions to act realistic when something horrible happens to them. Yeah. So now they're basically, so, so a lot of the point of the show is like, really, this is sort of a point of sentience where they're realizing what's happening to them. And you know, some of them are realizing that they're androids you know, right. and, and, and what, and it, it's, it's so interesting well, like, right to off see the bat, how it's unfolding. You, you can see, um, 
Who's the guy that was from Superman Returns? It's a oh, James, James Mars and Cyclops. So right off the bat, yeah. yeah. So like in the first episode, and it's not really a spoiler if you just even watch the first episode. He acts like he's a guest to the park, mm-hmm. and when he gets off the train that carries them in, you think that he's a guest throughout the entire episode, right? Until you realize that he's just another android that that plays out storylines. So, like Battlestar Galactica, you get to a point where you're like, well, who, who's really an android? Who's really a human? And it only gets worse Yeah. afterwards. There's a, there's a recent revelation that we're not going to discuss. Well, isn't HBO the same channel that does Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yes. So, they do these, like, really extravagant storylines, yes. and they like to kill people off a lot. And it just, it upsets <laughs> me that the show, I don't even know when it's going to be done. I think it's only 13 episodes, and we're on episode 10 now or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. We're towards the end. Oh, it's not coming back until t- 2018. Whoa. Wait, that means I have to start three? paying oh, attention you... to Trump. <laughs> what? No! 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 But it is. If you if you want to imagine what it what it would be like to actually live in a video game, that yeah. is Westworld. Well, I'll have is to a video figure game out. Game. I'll have to figure out how to watch it and not pay an exorbitant amount of money just to get HBO. You can yeah. borrow my HBO. Go. Don't say that. I mean, um, we'll figure cough, out a cough. way. Cough, cough. We'll yeah. figure out a way. You <laughs> can cut that out, right? <laughs> <laughs> the password is. No. It's unique every time. <laughs> you know. Okay. Anything else we should say about that? The um, acting is fantastic. Well, you know, I'm just curious to think, whenever I see a, a science fiction movie, I mean, there are science fiction movies like Star Wars, of course, that are just like in a galaxy far, far away, and it's just pure fantasy. Which I'm really excited about the new Star Wars, by the oh, way. Yeah. I keep oh, seeing Rogue more one. and more stuff about it, yes. and it's making me very happy. And then there, are, and then there are the sci-fi that's more like Star Trek or Mass Effect, where or her, where it's like, wow, that could really be our future. You know, maybe Star Trek is a little bit of a stretch, but it's still like our world. You yes. Know? Yeah. And to me, this is like, whoa, like this could really be our future. Like this, like androids and AI, I believe, are things that really will realistically happen in our universe. Do you think that? This is going to be an awful way to post this question, but it's the only way I can think about it. Do you think dumb people like sci-fi? Um, <laughs> or is it a genre that's really for more intelligent people? Well, I think that's a reason why sci-fi has always been sort of a nerd, seen as like a part of nerd culture. Yeah. Because it's sort of, I mean, on the surface, and this is the whole thing with comic book movies that I feel like a lot of people don't understand. Like on the surface, it's like, you know, people in tights like, you it's know, solving crimes or something. Yeah, it's but like, But the best ones will ask questions that will make you think about something besides just what's in front of your face. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also elitist for me to ask if any particular genre is smarter than the other because there's certainly... Well, know, ev- every single genre has good and bad. Yes, that's true. I'm not into sports, but sports still requires, you know, stats, knowledge, and, yeah. you know, some math skill. Right. It's funny you, know? you just bring that up. The Kings just won. <laughs> is that a, Yeah, is that a baseball team? Hockey. Oh. Hockey. It's, it's a miracle that they won because both of our goalies are injured and one of our star players is injured. But, you know, we're on a nerd podcast. Is that, I Thank God we have a lesbian on our show. <laughs> <laughs> I notice, I believe you're wearing a King's hat. I am right? wearing a King's hat. I wear my, this is the hat I wear every single day. Yes. Um, when you see me at whatever 
um, con we go to next year, yes. I will have the same king's hat on. I literally have this hat on every single day. Is the wife into sports? <laughs> the wife came to California. I took her to a Kings hockey game because I'm really into hockey. And we got there, and the first thing she did was went to the LA Kings store and bought herself a jersey. Oh. Okay. So well done. Well the wife done. is the wife is into the LA Kings because I'm into LA Kings. Cute. Well, there is a time, you know, that, I mean, look, we're not a sports show, but there is that sort of idea, like, should you always remain faithful to one team, or are you supposed to sort of adopt the hometown team to wherever you move? Mm-hmm. I grew up being taught you always cheer for your, your town's team first, then your um, region, and then your um, division. So, like, in basketball, per se, it was always the Lakers for us. And then if the Lakers weren't playing, you would cheer for the Clippers. And if the Clippers weren't playing, you would cheer for one of the other California teams. And if none of the California teams were playing, you would cheer for the division team that was playing. So that's what I grew up being taught. (laughs) But then that means, like, having to cheer for a lot of the rival teams. See, that's the thing, like... Like, oh my gosh, okay... I'm from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and when the Vikings and the Packers would fucking play, <laughs> Brittany Lord. just rolled her eyes. <laughs> Brittany's, think, from, Brittany's from Packer Nation. You think there would be war on campus? Yes. So in in hockey, um, the Ducks and the Kings are rivals, but they're more of like a sibling rivalship. Okay. So like, as a Kings fan, like I'm a diehard Kings fan. I will always cheer for the Kings, no matter what. I will cheer for the Ducks if they're not playing the Kings. Right. Okay. Because, you know, they're here. That's reasonable. And I will cheer for the Ducks or the Kings over the Sharks every single day. (laughs) Ducks and Kings fans hate each other. But the one thing they can agree on is everyone hates the Sharks. The Sharks are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's the one thing we all agree on. And that's our sports corner. <laughs> yes. If you want a sports corner, you know, well, I got you. <laughs> well, I grew up, I grew up, okay, I didn't really with like much. Curds. Yeah, much, right. I didn't like a lot of sports, but Chicago was like the nearest city with. Yeah, Bulls. Yeah. Major league teams. So, and, and basketball to me was always the most interesting. Plus it was the age of Michael Jordan, you know, yeah. which, so he was a, a good, legend. Yeah. yeah. He is a legend. And Scottie Pippen, I mean, they had like yeah. probably the best team that, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it was like, I grew up. During that time, and it was yeah. a good time to be in Chicago. During so the- I grew <laughs> up at the the, I started watching basketball at the end of Michael Jordan's career. But at, so as a, like a childhood Bulls fan, like I just fucking hate the Lakers and the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> but you live here now. I know, but, but I still okay. hate the Lakers. Because here's the thing: I lived in Memphis for three years, and when I was there, I found the Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh-huh. who are their basketball team, and I fell in love with them. To this day, I will cheer for the Lakers, but I will also cheer for the Grizzlies. And if the Lakers and the Grizzlies are playing each other, I'll cheer for the Grizzlies every single but time. But I feel oh totally because I feel like the the Lakers are never the underdog. They're never the underdog. They're always the one. But and it just kind of in my opinion, they're always because like I went to Modern Day, which is like the big Catholic high school mm-hmm. in Orange County, and if you've ever been to any Modern Day sports game, the refs are always against Modern Day. Doesn't matter if it's a home game or an away game. They're always against Modern Day. That's not right. But it's true. It's because they're always so good at everything. Oh, wow. So they're always against Modern Day. And I feel like the Lakers do get that. Mm-hmm. The refs are always against the Lakers. <laughs> Listen, I, 
I grew up a Lakers fan. <laughs> she puts okay. it back okay. Ooh, wait. All right. All right. All right. I'm not. All right. I am not trying to justify it. I'm not trying to, you know, defend anyone. I am just making an observation of somebody who played basketball, of someone who coached basketball. Like basketball is a sport that I grew up surrounded by. So. So next episode, can we have a, as lively of a discussion about which city symphonies are better? <laughs> oh, well, gosh. Can we I have a lively us. discussion about... the Chicago about... Symphony Brass section. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm unprepared. Can we have a lively discussion on shows next week? Oh, I, really I want to bring up Precious Memories again. <laughs> precious <laughs> Moments. So, precious Moments. And precious Love moments. Is. Y'all. Oh, my goodness. That's so wonderful. I did, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like go on a sports tangent. But That's all right. We want no, to cater to everyone. As a lesbian it. who is in love with hockey I and my team won, I just had to. I just have to point out that when my there. brother and I were younger, if we had to take a duty, we would call it going hockey. <laughs> just saying. Uh, I don't know where we... I think probably from horse hockey. Maybe because you're laying a puck. Could be. I, I always said I got to take a cop Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> we were a little older than that. <laughs> okay. When Dooku came. Around. Oh, All right, so let's move on to what is making us level up. <laughs> we have to do it each time. Sometimes you go too fast. I do. Yeah. Yeah, because I add that sound effect for every person. Yeah. Oh, you do. But sometimes you go. Do you too not fast. listen to the podcast? <laughs> I do, but I always assumed we just did it for the first person. No, it's for everybody. You want to do it for everybody? Yeah. I oh, I'll, I'll keep that in mind from now on. <laughs> he does. He does the what are we playing? Yes. Sound just for just the one. Oh. Okay. But for leveling up. It's for everyone because sometimes people level down. Yeah. And so he everyone does the gets, other oh, sound Everyone gets true. their own sound effects. I, I think we all have one big level down right now. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Well, I don't think we need to count that one. No, we're like not a political down. show. We're not but a political show. <laughs> in the same vein, I will go first. Okay. What's making me level up? How's that? <laughs> <laughs> that was enough time. Okay. I, just, I just need a half a just second. A little, just be like, okay. You know, South Park, once again, is. Hitting it out of the fucking South Park with every episode. It is making this election go down like a spoonful of sugar with medicine. Uh-huh. Oh it has been so great. It's on Hulu. It's, I mean, I don't pay for the Hulu where you get rid of commercials. So yeah. I'll watch the commercials. But man, is it worth it. It goes in. Right now, their current season is about Mr. Garrison as Trump mm-hmm. running against Turd sandwich, which is Hillary Clinton. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and so you know they produced those episodes very quickly, so they had to have two ready to go, depending on who was going to win. Right. And um, just they have the, so what's really kicking it out that you know making it so great right now is they introduce these things called member berries. <laughs> I love those. They're so great. They have, they're like yeah. They're like little grapes that have faces that I suppose they're eating them, although you never really see them eating yeah. them. They just You see them throwing them up. Oh, uh, lately. Because <laughs> that's what turns out to be the big villain. The member berry one. Yes. Oh my god. But they'll they're like, member Star Wars? Member Greedo? Remember Chewbacca? Remember the Tauntaun? Yeah. Oh, I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember. I love the Tauntaun. <laughs> and so it's the sense of nostalgia that at first I only applied it to, like, Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Remember Linda Carter? Remember Wonder Woman? I remember. You know, a friend of mine told me she reposted that. <laughs> that meme that I made. <laughs> nice. I'm oh, like, you made that, that is, one? I did. Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah. I was just about to say the same thing. Mark like, made that. I nice. made that meme. How do, you, how do you claim a meme? I don't know. But... You need to put, like, your initials in No, 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 no. It's, it's like... 
we've talked about Wonder Woman on the show probably before you got here. About you did. how there are gays that are like trapped in Linda Carter world. That is the only Wonder Woman that should be. Gal Gadot does not have blue eyes. She's, she's wearing heels or whatever. <laughs> they need to get over oh, it because this new Linda it. Carter is yes. hot. <laughs> but it's not Linda Carter. It's Wonder Woman. Right. But she's hot. But it's limiting. Or like yeah. Wonder Woman never used a sword. Therefore, she should never use a sword. Right. That kind of thing. And um, so the member berries are sort of like a, a, a feeling of nostalgia. But unfortunately, the feeling of nostalgia that one... You know, it was like back in the 50s when white people right. were in power. Well, because one of them was like, remember when there were so many Mexicans? Yeah. <laughs> and then the latest one, there's like a godfather of member berries. And they're like, remember stormtroopers? And then the godfather comes in and they're like, remember when there's real stormtroopers? <laughs> like back in the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember so, the one that was like, remember before equal rights? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that show is just, it's, it's helping me keep a sense of humor about the outcome of the election, no matter how I felt about either of the candidates. You know what other show is doing a really good job at that? SNL. Yes. Oh my god, the Dave Chappelle one is hilarious. Okay, so let's talk about that cold opening. <laughs> oh my god, Real I quick. cried! It, for one thing, she took it in a key that was really low for her. I didn't even know Kate McKinnon could sing. And... <laughs> Are you getting emotional? <laughs> we, we both kind yeah. of teared up a little bit. Ray's, we're like, Ray's wife is getting oh emotional. It, she's, I love when I discover that a star or a performer can sing that you didn't know previously. Mm-hmm. This, and she played the piano. She did a little bit. The whole kinda, time. Yeah. It, well, it kind of got taken up by the band a little bit later. She, you know, um, But her singing of that was very moving. And considering the fact that the guy that wrote the song, Leonard Cohen, had Just also died. away. Days oh. before. Oh, I know. Remember? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, we can talk about him next week or next time we, we do a podcast. But yeah, that, that, that cold opening was one of the best. It will oh go down God. as one of the best it in, in SNL history. And hey, on the plus side, we get more of, of uh, Alec Baldwin as Trump. He said he wasn't going to. Really? Yeah. Boo! <laughs> well, I'll talk. Maybe I'll talk about his podcast next time we, because his podcast is one of my favorites. Here's the thing, is what it's called. <laughs> you only get one level up, Mark. You said three now. No. <laughs> All right. So I'm becoming just like Steven. Steven, what made you level up? Uh, my manager at work got transferred to another store, so we have a new manager, and yeah. it's awesome now. Oh! So I'm no oh. longer going to quit my job. Is yeah. that so? Oh. Mm-hmm. What makes this new manager so much more awesome? Uh, he's someone that I trained. <laughs> Is that so? And he's a gamer. Uh, oh. Like, he's like my age, so... Uh, Gamers in power! Yeah! <laughs> wait, but wait, how do you feel about being under somebody that you trained? Oh, no, they asked me then, and I was like, no, I'm good. Oh. You really don't care. So they wanted you to be the manager, mm-hmm. and you said no, yeah. so they gave it to this other yeah, guy. Yeah, I don't want to be there any longer. Like, they work like 10 hours a day. I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> not at Ross. Management is not Not for fun. your side hustle. Uh-uh. I'm yeah. already going to be like, I can't work Mondays. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So that's what made you level up? And Pokemon. And Pokemon, right. <laughs> Ray, what made you level up? Uh, I have a couple levels up. I'm becoming Steven now. Ah. I know. We'll try and tamp it now. That's what happens when you get busy. Yeah. Well, my first level up is I got, we got our wedding pictures back. Yay. All 1,200 of them. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yes, but they're fantastic. I love them. 
we're I just downloaded them and we're gonna like pick out which ones we want to get printed and which ones. Yeah. Right, I was like, I did know. you find your top one hundred yet? <laughs> well, right now we have the top thirty. Okay, that's so it's not progress. But are you, are you gonna make an album on Facebook? Yes. Print out the top. Well, so we were looking. We posted like the the gallery on Facebook with the email and the password. If people wanted to look at it, but we're gonna go. Th- we I downloaded all of them. We're gonna go through and choose our favorites and then put them up on Facebook as an album. So so and for anybody who you know might care, do you want to give a plug to the people that did your pictures? Yes. Um. His name is Jeremy Fraser, and he is with LA Exposures. Um, he's based in LA, but he does surrounding areas. So Orange County, I think he's also, he also travels. He does wedding, he does engagement, he does family portraits, he does senior portraits, he does maternity shots. Does he, he does, do headshots? He does. <laughs> he does everything. So, um, he's a little pricey, but he's definitely worth, like, I'm, I'm okay with the money that we pay for You get him. your money's worth. We, we got our money's worth. Does so. he have a website that you can remember? He does. I don't know off the top of my head, but we can always plug him on Facebook if we need to. So Very good. I can, I will even share a couple of my favorites on the game Yay, on Facebook you. page <laughs> so you guys can see my beautiful wife. Yeah. And you can know what she looks like. So <laughs> that was my big level up, but my other level up, I just... I know I said this last week, but I have to say it again. My friends have really stepped up recently and have really been there for us. Um, Brittany and I have gone through a couple of hardships lately, and they've been there right, like, right there next to us, and they're like, what can we do? Where can we help? You know, and they've just really, they've really stepped up and been like, we're family. You need to realize that you need to be okay asking for help when we need it. So... I just want to shout out to them. I'm not going to say any names because we don't need to blast them, but they just, I love them. And I feel like I need to... And now more than ever, we need family. For sure. Yes. And last but not least, Adam. So I'm not going to get too political, but I have to get a little bit because it is a big, you know, the election happened since our last podcast. Yes. Um, As gay people... You know, we there's a lot of concerns about the people in power, um, and especially history on gay rights. And I want to say that I don't know if people have seen in the news about the cast of Hamilton what they read to Mike Pence last night. Yes, we can post it on the Facebook page and on yeah. the Tumblr page and, and on the Twitter page. It and was that shit. It was completely, <laughs> in my opinion, it was completely respectful, and it needed to be said because there's a lot of people worried about what the administration, how the administration is going to affect their lives, especially queer people and minorities. Yeah, yeah, and they Women, just and they people of color <clears throat> and queer people. And, you know, and they just asked him to consider everybody, basically, you know. And, of course, now there's a lot of backlash to it, but I thought what they said was beautiful. It was eloquent. It, you know, expressed concerns. And it was not anti. It wasn't. Nothing about it was anti It was just a call of action. It was a call of action. Well, and he was seeing a historical play. Literally about politics. And people of color. (laughs) And about immigrants. And the guy, the lead, the the guy that's playing Hamilton is Mm -hmm. HIV positive. Right. Right. And gay. Right. And so they're just saying to Pence, we hope you represent all of us. Yeah. But, you know, there, there is a protest, right? Right. Yes. Um. Was it black male or um, 
Well, the no, the the pro pence people are protesting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, about boycott. Boy, boycott Hamilton. Hamilton, which I'm okay with. Yeah. If, if any of you pro pence people have <laughs> Hamilton tickets and you want to boycott it, I will happily Fucking take those off those over. hands. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Free up those seats. It's funny though because Hamilton on Broadway is sold out until the end of 2017. Right? Yeah. yeah. So what are we boycotting? Exactly. The fact that I can't buy tickets. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I I said I actually I'm starting to get a little more active on Twitter, mm-hmm. but I haven't had any retweets yet, which is really annoying. But I said, theater is supposed to be thought-provoking, which is why Mike Pence didn't fit in. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. It is 110% true. I imagine it's a lot like his but, high school years. But he stayed and he listened and... Uh, no, he... Well, maybe. He was they walking say, he They was say walking that out. he listened, he stayed and listened. Yeah, he was thing. walking out and they said... Um, Mr. Vice President-elect Pence, if you would just give us a moment, and that he stopped. They they said that he stopped and listened and then left. That's the one thing about the, you know, the anti-gay people or even anti-abortion. It's like a lot of times they need to hear personal stories, you know, and know people who are gay. My mother yeah. changed quite a bit, you know, from when I first came out to her till now, where she's actually defending gay people at her church, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what. That's why I don't want to advocate for people removing Trump voters off of their friend list because they need to see us. We have yeah. to talk. And a lot of people that voted for, for Trump are not even racist. It's an economic issue. I've only removed one pro-Trump person from well, there's, my Facebook page, and it's because he was spreading hate and... Um, There's a lot of bullies out in the world right now bullying. who think that they have the right now to bully even more. Yeah. And, you know... But I've only removed one person. I have I have a lot of pro-Trump people on my Facebook page. And while we may not talk, and I may have unfollowed them so I don't have to see all the stuff they're posting, um, like, they're still there. And they still yeah. comment on my stuff. And they still... Yeah, they, need to, they need to hear real stories. Yeah. So that's why lately all I've been posting is photos from our wedding okay. every day i post a photo from our wedding and be like this is what love looks like <laughs> yes That's right thank you i'm so happy on my facebook feed like i don't think i see anyone posting pro trump stuff yeah it's either like gay stuff comic stuff or pokemon stuff <laughs> <laughs> i'm ha- the best feed <laughs> ever I'm, I'm happy with my bubble because the people in my bubble are amazing yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. And on that note, <laughs> yeah, no, it's very serious. But between between now and our next podcast, we will have a holiday. So yep. happy Thanksgiving to yes. all of our listeners and the release of Final Fantasy Fifteen. So I'll have a new game to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two of us. We're gonna just. That was Turkey and us talking about Final yes, Fantasy. That's I just, right. I just wanted to say Happy Thanksgiving from the Game On podcast yes. family to yours. Um, celebrate with the family that you that you have. Lots of pumpkin spice pie. <laughs> and on that note, until next time, Game, game On. on. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> <laughs>